bar. You use colored pencils or you don't. Just how you define you creativity. If you use colored pencils, you're creative. If you don't use colored <laughs> pencils, I don't know. We're rolling, so go ahead. <laughs> Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. The Oklahoma State Parks recently unveiled a new restaurant partner, The Lookout, which is now open at four parks across the state. This week we're talking to Manny Davila, the chef who helped design the menu for these new eateries. But before that, let's get into our question of the week. We asked you, what is your favorite state park and why? First up, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. This is a hard one because I like them. I just like <laughs> state parks. Um, I don't know. Growing up, we went to Red Rock a lot, although it's not technically a state park anymore. So I'm going to say Beaver's Bend because that's the one I was in the most recently. We spent a couple days in Beaver's Bend a few weeks ago. We stayed at a tiny cabin, which was awesome, and we hiked the Friends of the Beaver's Bend hiking trail, which was really great. Is that the one that goes to the waterfall? Yes. Yeah, yeah I went great. there. It that's a great very... trail. I went in an ATV with a ranger. But oh, nice. I would like to walk it too. It's a it really was very nice pretty. Walk. Yeah, it's a it's great. There's a lot. I've got. I'll, I'll show you some photos later because I got some really good photos on that trail. So I'm going to say Beaver's Bend State Park, even though that's kind of a basic answer. It's a really good state park. How about you send those to me and I'll post them on our Instagram. So how people... about you get off my back? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less angry managing editor Carly Ibarra. You don't know if I'm angry. No, I'm not angry. Um, I'm talking about Romano's, my favorite park. So I'm not angry. I love Romano's. It's a, a smaller park, so it's easily, or you can easily um, explore the whole place in a day. It's beautiful, especially during the fall, mm -hmm. and um, it's in western Oklahoma, which a lot of times to enjoy western Oklahoma, you have to go pretty far, like out into the panhandles to go to Black Mesa or something like that, but Romano's is like an hour and a half from Oklahoma City, so it's just such a great little weekend getaway. That's always the one I tell people if they're in Oklahoma City and they want to hike, but they don't want a long drive. Mm -hmm. I say go to go to Romano's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Photo editor Megan Rossman. Um, this is a tough one for me, of course. It's like choosing between my favorite children. <laughs> um, it's no, it really is hard. We have a lot of amazing state parks. I Robbers Cave. I love Robbers Cave. Yeah. Um, I really like the hiking at Rob. I think it's really fun to climb up to that little cliff and look out and walk around on look those out. rocks and people repel down them which I am not a fan of but I like to walk around in the caverns and stuff and also I love Beaver's Bend and that's whenever people ask me about state parks that's usually the one I refer them to but um Robbers Cave is a little bit more walkable because it's smaller yeah so um I and really it's not like as that. To, it's not as far to drive either yeah, that's yeah, that's also and it's just beautiful. Like the fort and now that they have the new lodge, like it's really it's it's really pretty. You're not gonna be disappointed spending a few days at Beaver's Bend. And I also like Quartz Mountain. That lodge was on our that lo the Robbers Cave Lodge was on our March April cover. Yeah. And I remember mm -hmm. the first time I ever stayed there I didn't realize it was on that cliff and I went out the back of my room and I went <gasps> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's really, and now they have the lookout restaurant mm -hmm. there, so yeah. you have, you know, you have everything you what need. What else could you possibly need? And it smells really good. It, just, <laughs> it smells, the cedar. Our and, most uh, fragrant yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm allergic to cedar, but it smells great. <laughs> well, Research Center Ben Lucian. Well, it's impossible to choose just one, not just because they're all great, but because they're all so unique. So yeah, They really are. Yes. Yeah. Um, there is one. It's like one of the smaller state parks that there is. Uh, there's no there are no cabins and there's no lodge. 
It's literally just a hike. But uh, Gloss Mountain State Park mm -hmm. uh, is very, uh, awesome. very special place to me. Um, I just love, I love the view. It's not that far of a drive from Oklahoma City up by Fairview. Um, like easily a day trip, and you can just see forever from up there. So that's a stunning view. Yes, I highly recommend it. <clears throat> yeah, agree. That's a good one. How about you, Greg? Uh, I really like Osage Hills. Uh, yeah, that's a nice one of my one. favorites. It's pretty. Um, yeah. I had one of my best ever trips with my kids out there. We stayed in a little cabin, and those are nice cabins it, at Osage Hills. They and and it's um, it's kind of the perfect amount of disconnection, you know, mm. especially with little kids, getting them to like, you know, eh, we're just not going to have internet access yeah. here, guys, and you know, deal with it. Right. Um, and you're close to Bartlesville, you're close to Pawhuska, so there's some really good food around too. But yeah. just it's a beautiful park and a lot of a lot of fun. I just I don't know. I really enjoyed sitting out there under the stars, roasting marshmallows and and just, you know, enjoying being elsewhere. I That's guess. a really nice park. That's a good answer. What did social media have to say on this topic? So much. Good. Uh, Thank you, see. everybody. Lauren Schlepp uh, said, Romano's is her favorite because it's close to the metro and has great hiking. Uh, her quote was, it's got good vibes. <laughs> it does have it good does. vibes. Uh, Jackie Cox said, Robber's Cave, because there's so much to do there uh, with boiling, screen, uh, boiling Springs and Lake Worcester, close second and third. Boiling Screams. Yeah. <laughs> that's a park. That's what they should call it, uh, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, that's, a, that's the Simpsons treehouse of horror nice. name for it it's good. uh mike mooney said robber's cave i've been going there since i was very young and i'm 74 now it's changed a bit but mostly for the better and still maintain the old cabins and ccc big log and rock structures the trails are better and expanded the folks at the stables are great the lodge and the newer cabins are nice and the camping areas are improved um and couldn't have better facilities uh i could go on and on but if you haven't been there you should uh, give it a try uh, I feel like Robber's Cave is the one that people talk the most about, like, their memories of it. Like, yeah, people yeah. have a lot of memories of Robber's Cave. Yeah. Uh, Laura Cummings Madden said Beaver's Bend. The river camping areas are away from the busy Hochitown area, and canoeing the river and the cypress trees is amazing. Yes, it is. Holly Stricker uh, said, It's hard to choose, but Boiling Springs has to be it for me. It's forested, has great hiking trails, all kinds of wildlife, a fishing lake, CCC structures, a very nice pool, and level uh, concrete. Uh, 50 amp RV sites. So especially for I guess RV folks, yeah. that's a that's a great one. To I choose. love that park anyway. That's a really pretty park. Like and when you're out there, it doesn't look like you're just miles from Woodward. Yeah, like it's mm -hmm. a very it's just it's an oasis place. on the plains. <laughs> uh, and then uh, finally, Stanley Harper, uh, his answer was he just posted a picture of the Black Mesa State Park sign with a sky full of stars behind it. Oh, and that's uh, a good yeah, they, you get it. He that's, is a very yeah. good photographer. Yeah. Yes, he is. What's uh, up, Stanley? Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk to Manny Davila about the lookout. Okay, listeners, we are here today talking with Manny Davila, head chef and kitchen manager at The Lookout at Lake Murray State Park. And Manny, welcome. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Oh, you're quite welcome. Um, so, Manny, to get started with, um, I know that you've been in the culinary industry for a really long time now. So, could you tell me a little bit about some of the places you worked before the lookout? Wow. Uh, you know, I have uh, done some traveling. So, uh, my last uh, place of employment was up in Lake Tahoe. And I was executive chef of the Tahoe Gal. And I worked in the ski industry in that area, mm -hmm. uh, cooking in several restaurants up in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I have been very blessed with the 
title of uh, taking over this new adventure here on the lake uh, called The Lookout mm-hmm. at Lake Murray. Excellent. So how did you end up from from the Tahoe area to Oklahoma? <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of strange. I actually was... Uh, reconnected with uh, an old high, high school sweetheart mm-hmm. and uh, she brought me out here uh, after 11 years in, in Northern California I was looking for you know uh, a family life mm-hmm. and uh, Oklahoma's really really great area to, to raise family and uh, I ended up uh, out here mm-hmm. excellent so love brought you to the Sooner State <laughs> oh yes and you know uh, <laughs> There's, uh, I, I had no clue that uh, Friday Night Football and, and uh, the Oklahoma-Texas rivalry was, was <laughs> so well and alive out here. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, um, so I understand the process for opening the lookout has been just kind of a lightning round. Um, so how did you how did you guys work together to create a menu so quickly? Well, you know. Uh, being here in Oklahoma for about uh, 12 years now, uh, people are expecting, you know, that good home style uh, menu items that are featured here at the Lookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to collaborate with our manager, John Sizemore, and uh, had great input from um, Ratatouille LLC out of Oklahoma City, and they have three restaurants out there, and uh, we all came together and uh, developed uh, our wonderful menu for everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. So um, you talked about um, the home style-ness of the menu, which is just an absolute must for um, Oklahoma State Park restaurants, of course. What are some of those um, kind of famous home style dishes that you guys have included? You know, uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is well known for biscuit and gravy mm-hmm. country. So, I mean, we're going to have some wonderful biscuits and uh country gravy to go along with that uh we're hand breading all of our chicken fried steak uh we're we're doing a lot of things from scratch so that you know people can enjoy that that home style feel uh of our wonderful menu uh we have wonderful things like uh, fried okra and uh or e- e- even unconventional uh items that are coming from oklahoma city and uh falcones uh, like our wonderful meatballs and and spaghetti and uh, fettuccine alfredo with uh, with chicken and uh, three cheese ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and generous portions, I noticed. Was that really important to you guys? Oh, yes. You know, I mean, we, we want to be able to feature items that are going to definitely, you know, uh, fill you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of a regional thing. Uh, all of our plates are, are generously portioned. Mm-hmm. you know, for everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that the meatballs in particular are pretty behemoth. Do you know about how big those meatballs are? <laughs> yeah, they are just about, uh, about a, almost a half a pound each. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, you know, you're going to get uh, a couple of big whopping meatballs when, uh, uh, you know, you place an order for our wonderful uh, spaghetti meatball dish. Mm-hmm. And um, to, I know that some people, you know, they've, they've spent a day on the lake, on the beautiful Lake Murray, the clearest lake in Oklahoma, and so they come inside and, you know, they might be looking for something a little lighter, and I understand it was really important for you guys to have some healthy options, so can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, you know, I, I mean, what's really gotten really popular is, you know, these uh, Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. you know, which are, you know, made up of uh, vegetable products. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's uh, a little bit uh, lighter as far as, uh, you know, not wanting to uh, steer away from getting that heavy hamburgered out, you know, feel. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we also have some wonderful salads, you know, that we're featuring. Um, we have a bacon cheeseburger salad over romaine lettuce it's uh uh kind of you know unique that you you're not going to really find around uh some of these other eateries in the area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely well and since um la ratatouille the restaurant group is part or um, rather falconi's is part of the la ratatouille restaurant group of course they, you guys had to bring in some of the pizza and pasta. So can you tell me a little bit about those uh, options? Oh, yes. Uh, our, we are going to be featuring 18-inch uh, pizzas, you know, which is kind of unique to this area also. But uh, all, all of our dough and sauce is, is made from scratch. You know, it carries a, a wonderful reputation, you know, over in uh, Oklahoma City. Um, and like I had mentioned before, you know, we've got a cheese raviolis on the menu. We have these wonderful lobster raviolis uh, in a pomodoro sauce uh, that will be featured on our menu. And uh, we've got great uh, Alfredo sauce, you know, for our fat. And uh, like I said, those generous portions of meatballs on our spaghetti and meatball dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I myself tried the lobster ravioli. I'm a big ravioli fan, and that was some of my favorite ravioli that I have ever had. It was so, the pasta was so tender and it was really filled well and the sauce was so good. I just like, it, I, I think it's really clear that you guys have worked really hard to um, to maintain the quality that Falcone's has and bring it into the menu and, and to elevate it actually. Yes, and you know, uh, we, we are a, a, a kid-friendly restaurant. So, I mean, you know, we have a, small kids menu uh, that will be featured also and uh, our wonderful desserts that are that are handmade and uh coming out of oklahoma city for us uh you know these are all hand handmade recipes uh, that they're using in falcones and we're going to be featuring uh giant cookies that have big chocolate chunks in them mm-hmm. uh we're going to be showing our joni's decadent chocolate cake uh, we're going to have strawberry cake and uh, this wonderful Oreo cheesecake, which is to, to die for. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Those are two of my favorite words, Oreo and cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do blend very well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just it's just so wonderful um, that you guys have such a, a varied menu because really at uh, Lake Murray and at really all the state parks, you guys are going to be catering to just about every type of person that could come in. Yes, and you know, I, I really uh, put a lot of thought into uh, developing this menu for for the area alone. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be able to provide for, you know, the campers that are here and the people that are staying at the lodge, but we also want to be able to draw in the crowd from more and more in the, the surrounding communities so that uh, everybody can come out and enjoy a great meal and just simply relax with the great view that we have here at the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is not, this restaurant is not just for people who are staying overnight at Lake Murray. This is anybody traveling through could come and, and stop for a meal. 
Oh, yes. And, you know, uh, I mean, being very blessed, you know, with this great view out here, we, we also want, like I said, the locals to, to come out and patronize and, uh, and really see what we're all about. Um, you know, I, we're trying to create a, a relaxed atmosphere with uh, some great food mm-hmm. to go along with that. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel knowing that there's going to be so many Oklahomans over the generations to come that you guys are going to be such an important part of their memories of, of their state park visit? Well, you know, being a grandfather myself, uh, I, I, I'm hoping that, you know, and uh, knowing very well that, you know, the kids that come out here and are creating memories with, you know, their families, you know, camping at the lake and, uh, you know, hopefully we can give them a great uh, dining experience to go along with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Manny, um, I think that those were all the questions that I had for you, but uh, thank you so much for talking with us. And I have to tell you guys, I have eaten, I've sampled a lot of dishes at the lookout and pretty much no matter what you order from the menu is you are not going to be disappointed because Manny and his team have just gone above and beyond making it a fantastic place to eat. So thank you, Manny, so much for being part of that. I'm excited to try those. Yes. I was, I've been a big fan of Falcone's forever, so I'm, I'm excited to try that. Yeah, so I'm excited to at the idea of getting spaghetti and pizza at a stage. I know. The I know, spaghetti, right? I would like to point out, has meatballs that are like half a pound. I know. I love that. How large Who does not love are. a big old meatball? It's right. like bigger than my fist, mm-hmm. I think it wow. was. Yeah, it was a wow. giant meatball. It was a giant to meet the ball. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, it is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod events. And first up this week is Ben. Well, let's take a moment, as we often do on the show, to talk about some of the icons of hip-hop history. I'm thinking of the notorious B.I.G. freestyling on a Brooklyn street corner. Tupac and Dr. Dre decked out in Mad Max decor on the set of California Love. And, of course, acclaimed chief of the Parisian National Guard, Marquis de Lafayette, firing off six words per second on Hamilton's guns and ships. You see, speaking as a token young on this panel, I can't possibly be made to look up from my unending montage of nine-second Instagram reel clips for a silly thing like American history, unless it's, you know, hip and fresh, yo. That's why it's important to take youngs like me to see the inspiring and informative smash Broadway hit Hamilton so that our brains can feast on something other than Minecraft playthroughs for once. Thankfully, OKC Broadway is giving us all a chance to do just that as the touring production of Hamilton has set up shop in Civic Center Music Hall where they'll remain through Sunday. It's like if your eighth grade social studies teacher delivered lessons on the 13 colonies to the beat of 50 cents in the club. <laughs> OMG, that would be Totes Bay. Hashtag relatable. <laughs> oh, sorry, am I slipping back into millennial speech again? What I mean to say is, Hamilton is a show that needs no introduction. And not only is it a bucket list show to attend, but is it, it's a stage production that can be enjoyed by all demographics and generations, even the uncool ones. Limited tickets remain starting at around $39, so act fast. Visit okcbroadway.com slash Hamilton or call 405-594-8300 to order. It's a good show. I would like to point out that I'm only like two years older Uh. than Ben. (laughs) Token young. (laughs) That's 
funny. I am the youngest. That's you funny. are. You are the, you are the yeah. youngest. And as the, the oldest. The baby of Oklahoma today. As the oldest, I say, what's your event, Nathan? Uh, I don't know. I'm so old. Uh, if you've read Oklahoma today for a while and are not from Tulsa, you may think you've heard about every way there is to explore Oklahoma's second largest city. You may say, oh, Nate, I've greenwooded, I've blue-domed, I've gathering-placed and Guthrie-greened, I've White River fish-marketed and Philbrooked, I've Gilcrease and Tulsa-gogged, I've seen the praying hands at dawn and the Mayo Hotel at dusk, and I've lunched with your Art Decos, your Canes Ballrooms, your Route 66s, and your Highway 412s. You can't tell me anything about Tulsa now because I read Oklahoma today. Well, you've got some kind of attitude, mister. <laughs> Well, I am here to tell you about a whole new way to discover Tulsa, and it's happening this week. The Switchyard Festival. Switchyard Festival is one of the coolest T-Town events I've come across in a while, because it's not just a music festival. It's not just a literary festival. And it's not just a food festival, or an ideas festival, or a Bob Dylan festival. It's all of the above! Happening May 30th through June 4th, this amazing cultural conglomeration will offer everything from talks about book bands and the X-Men's 60th anniversary to musical performances by the likes of Rodney Crowell, John Fulbright, and Jacob Tovar, and talks by everyone from Margot Price to Cass Sunstein and Grail Marcus. There's legit something for everyone, so visit switchyardtulsa.com to get your tickets now and save me a seat at that Rodney Crowell show because I want to go. I want to see him. Anyway, it sounds like a cool event. It sounds like yeah, a lot of absolutely. fun. There's a lot. Like, there's a whole lot to it. Like, I didn't even scratch the surface of everything there is to do at the Switchyard Festival. So, go to the Switchyard Festival. <laughs> yes. Uh, Megan, what's your event this week? If you are a craft beer schnob or someone whose Friday night usually involves throwing back several Milwaukee's Best and a couple of fistfuls of gas station hot dogs, consider heading to the Hatbox Field in Muskogee for the Real Oaky Craft Beer Festival on June 2nd. From 6 to 9 p.m., ale lovers of all tastes will find something to quench their thirst at this annual bash. Marshall, Prairie Artisan, Iron Monk, Fat Toad, uh, Dead Armadillo, Beer Craft, and Muskogee Brewing will be a few of the local companies on site offering tastings. Along with the beer makers, you'll find a selection of food trucks to satisfy your need for solid sustenance. Plus, there will be music and entertainment. Tickets are $25 in advance or $30 at the door and uh, $40 for a VIP pass that includes early entry. You get in at 5.30 instead of 6, and you get a pint glass. For more information, nice. you should just Google Real Oaky Craft Beer Festival and tell them Megan sent you. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like... And watch them be very confused. And they'll be like, oh, the, the VIP. <laughs> the VVIP. Uh, Carly, what's your event? When it comes to pronunciation, Oklahomans can get a little creative when it comes to town yeah. names. There's Durant, Alec, spelled with an X, said with a hard C. And don't you dare say Miami when you're in that northeastern Oklahoma town just south of the Kansas border. The people of Godibo, not Goatbo, as you'd expect, probably don't care how you say their town name. They'll just be happy to see you during their Godibo trade day on June 3rd at Penn Park. More than 70 vendors will be on hand to sell everything from antiques to canned goods. There will be bouncy castles for the kiddos and food trucks for the hungos, a.k.a. my <laughs> new word for hungry people. Oh, man, I am a hungo. Oh, <laughs> oh. Also, if you like to throw bags in holes, you are in luck, as there will be a cornhole tournament. Or maybe they pronounce it cornholy. <laughs> in any case, there are plenty of reasons to go, Tebow. <laughs> Call 580-682-3003 if you require more information. Hungo. 
Yeah. Cody Bow is also the, uh, the that's that's one of the ways you can tell if a meteorologist is new in town mm-hmm. because there's always a storm coming to Cody Bow. I learned how to pronounce that from Mike Morgan. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Let's let's get this podcast moving on because right. I'm kind of a hungo now. So, Greg, what's your event? Here. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd. That's right, baseball's back at the David Allen Memorial Ballpark in Enid, where the NJCAA Division II World Series is stepping up to the plate through June 3rd. Oklahoma sports fans know well how important junior colleges are. Many uh, end up as major contributors on teams at OU and OSU, so consider this a really fun scouting trip as you peep the 10 best JUCO teams in the country battling it out for glory. Plus, it's in Enid, which is way cooler than you remember. When you're not watching them knock dingers over the fence, you and the family can visit Leonardo's Children's Museum, the uh, Cherokee Strip Regional Heritage Center, and grab a bite from Turkey Creek Barbecue or a beer from the Enid Brewing Company. Visit njcaa.org for more information. That's cool. The Juco mm-hmm. World Series. We have two World Series yes. coming up. Um, and Enid's awesome. I love Enid. Just a fun It's a town. nice town. It's a fun downtown. Well, the sound of rally caps being donned means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. But if you can't get enough, head over to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. I'm a hungo hippo. Hungo. <laughs> it's, it's, I want a hungo neck.